What's up, party animals? Manny Lore here with another study minute presented by Fantasy Cruncher. As always, three topics to close out the week. Topic number one, Moo2501 is your KBO winner this morning. He did it in the most unconventional way. No stacking. And the hitters? Uh, booty booty. He also beat Adam with one lineup. Talking to shit my money. Uh, I'll show you how he did it. Topic number two, value of strategies over time. If you look at stuff over time and maybe not in the short term, I think we get caught up in, in the day-to-day -day stuff. I think we can be a little better off. And topic number three, I dish out my Millie Maker winner. I'm giving you the tickets, not the actual Millie. All that and more on the Study Minute, baby. Let's go. This morning, Moo2501 took down the KBO 10K. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Congratulations, family. The way in which he did it, eh, questionable, <laughs> to say the least. I feel bad because our good friend Adam Shearer had first place. At least I thought he did. If it wasn't for this guy, he definitely did. Moo2501, not only did he not stack NCD, Adam did, who scored 12 runs, he didn't stack at all. That's not the worst part. He used the chalk pitching combination of Ruchinsky and Flexen. And then this is what's even more mind-boggling. He didn't stack and used a number nine hitter, a number eight hitter, and two number seven hitters, all from different teams. I, <laughs> I don't understand where he came up with this. Oh, by the way, this was his only lineup he played in the tournament. I mean... Uh, we, we've we've dissected our fair share of lineups on this on this podcast, and I don't know, man. Sometimes you see stuff like this, and like, how far in is the horseshoe, dude? Also, how big is the horseshoe? Because uh, you don't you don't really see this. Him and him and Adam beat the next best lineup, B Creator lineup, by the way. Congratulations to them by about eleven and twelve points respectively. How on earth? Did you do that just randomly picking 7th, 8th, and ninth hitters without stacking? I mean, I don't want to say there's a reason why you're only playing one lineup, but maybe you should take a look at what you're doing, bro. Impressive, to say the least. Actually, not really. More more lucky than anything. At least I, I, I think. I don't know. I'm a fish. Who knows? Anyway, Mood2501 at the end of the day has a 10K, and I don't. Congratulations, friend. Congrats on... The best day of your life, I think. I don't know. Topic number two, value of strategies over time. This is a pretty good one. And heading into this weekend where we have a UFC millionaire, the UFC Fight Island millionaire, I think, I think this is more important than ever because I think sometimes we look at DFS as short-term strategies. Maybe what can work today? What worked yesterday? What worked the day before? Let me do it today. When in reality, this, this is a long depending what sport you're playing it's it's a long season and 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 for the most part we're playing dfs every single day having something that's good over time is much much better than something that's hot right now or hot within the week you saw a guy like moo win with no stacking i'm picking seven eighth and ninth hitters believe me do not do that tomorrow you are going to guarantee yourself a loss right and i think we see stuff that has worked maybe over the last month and, and, and we seem to try it and try it. Or maybe we're part of that group that keeps changing their, their strategies from week to week, which also isn't correct. Things like lineup study, things like rewind can help you go back plenty of time, can help you go back years to test your strategies. And you should do that. 
strategies that have been working in UFC this weekend. Yeah, there's three five-round fights, but even if to get away from everyone, to get to the top, to not tie, all these stuff come into play. We've talked about it extensively over the last three days, not just on the podcast, but on stream as well. Try to get away from the field, still make quality lineups, not tie, diversify, and and just get away from dupes all making good lineups, I think you will get there. Now, you're not always going to win. That's a given with every strategy. And especially when doing it like this, you have the ability to lose most of your money on most days. But the structure of the tournament, the amount of people, the payout, the the, the, the rake, everything combined, and then with it being the way it is, that there's no captain and you could tie really, really easily, you have to play this way. And you just have to trust it that over time... You will be a profitable player, whether that's through a bank, a couple top tens, whatever it is. You have to think that over time, that's how you get in the money in the green and not just trying to aim for what's good right now, uh, regardless of the sport. It doesn't have to be UFC. Think about your strategy over time. If it works, let it pan out a little bit. Um, if you don't have the time, you don't have the money to try these things out, you could always go to Rewind and try it out as much as you want. Dedicate some time. Dedicate some time to find a strategy that's good. Uh, through the length of not just a season, but maybe the course of a year. Uh, and, and that's through various sports. So uh, think about that next time you think about and study and create your process. Topic number three, cool one. I'm actually going to dedicate this one to the winner of the Millie Maker tickets. If you didn't know, I had Millie Maker tickets on my Twitter, up for grabs. The most clever answer to the question if you won the Millie Maker this weekend, what would you buy? What would you buy with if you win the Millie Maker? I, I think the most clever answers. I think the people that told me, yeah, I'd buy real estate and I'm going to save and I'm going to pay my my debts. And yeah, that, I mean, realistically, that's probably what most of us would do. But uh, that wasn't the answer I'm looking for. The winner, my man. Yo, shoo, good answer, dude. And this is what I'm talking This is what I mean by clever answers. He writes... I would buy the house directly next to the check. If you don't know the check, of course, that's a millimaker winner. Fantastic player. Multiple hundred Ks. Everything you need in a good player, he has it on his resume. Or Brian Hooper, a.k.a. Brick75. Uh, top five DSFS player? I don't know. And a badass telescope. I only assume he's going to look through their windows. Hey, that's a pretty good idea, man. I could, I could. There are a lot of bad answers in this thread. That's not a bad one. And as a matter of fact, if you could turn one million that you would win, all you'd have to do is buy a house and then turn it into three, four, five million, follow the check and steal his mini lineups. Hey, not a not a bad idea. Congratulations, Shu. I'll I'll hit you up on Discord, give you four millimaker tickets, man. Four millimaker tickets. Congratulations. Um be on the lookout. I think I have some more. There's an NBA Millie coming up, and I think I got some for those. Thank you all for contributing. For those with terrible answers, uh, get your creative juices flowing next time. Thank you guys for listening. As always, if you could rate, like, subscribe, drop in a little, a little review, that'd be fantastic. Always helps me out. Of course, you don't have to. I'm on stream today, last one of the week. And if not, if you don't want to catch anything, you don't even want to look at some YouTube videos, some free videos on FC, you don't want anything, totally fine. All I ask is that you come back next week on Monday in the morning for another episode of The Study Minute. Take care, everyone.